Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Info Draft Prospect Podcast. We have Mr. Kendall Smith joining us today. I'm Ryan Roberts, of course, joined by my co-host, Joe DeLeon, over there, the pretty one in the screen. <laughs> Kendall Smith, star safety, University of Illinois, part of arguably the top defense in the country this year. It was loaded on all three levels. I mean, you got guys like Devin Witherspoon, Sidney Brown, if you our 2024 NFL draft fanatic. You got Keith Randolph and Seth Coleman and a lot of great football players, Johnny Newton up front. But I have Kendall Smith, who for me, I think was one of the most underrated members of this unit. He was a free safety. He was playing middle of the field a ton, middle field close, doing a lot of great things for the University of Illinois. Kendall, first and foremost, man, I know it's a busy time of the year for you, deep in the draft process out in Exos in Arizona. But how's everything been going, man? And really appreciate you for joining the pod. Oh, yeah, no problem. Appreciate y'all having me. Um, it's been going really good. Um, I've met a lot of great people here at Exos. They've taken great care of me. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm training. I'm getting a lot better than I was before, and I'm just happy for the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Who, who are some of the other guys that you're uh, you're working with out there at, at Exos? Uh, we got some guys, man. We got a lot of guys. We got, uh, we got Jordan Battle there. We got uh, Christian Gonzalez, uh, A.J. Johnson. Um, Brandon Hill, Jamie Robinson. Um, that's just in my DB mm-hmm. group. Receivers wise, I think we've seen. Uh, I think I, I've seen Charlie Jones there. I've seen uh, Jalen Hyatt there. So you know, it's it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of stars out there. A lot of stars out there. What's the competition like on a day to day basis with with all those those guys there? I'm sure that 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 probably helps you make some improvements with all those dudes. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're very supportive of each other. Like, this is one of the groups um, I definitely feel like, you know, for some guys just meeting each other, we have a lot of good camaraderie together. Uh, but, yeah, we're definitely competing. Um, we're checking each other's numbers. We're seeing who's running what, who's <laughs> jumping what. And uh, it definitely gives you a little extra motivation when you see someone PRing and getting faster and improving. You know, you want to do the same thing you want to match. So uh, definitely a good combination of, of things for our group. Well, Kendall, I really want to get obviously into your Illinois background a little bit, but, you know, just kind of so we don't get too far away from the conversation point, obviously you training and getting ready for the pro day. Uh, first and foremost, for the people out there, when is the pro day? And you're talking a lot about numbers, man. Is there any numbers you can throw out there? Maybe some PRs that you're trying to hit on that day? Uh, no, I learned from one of my, from one of the people I've met here that, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to spill no numbers, but come on, Ryan, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to run as fast as I can, jump as high as I can and, uh, do the best that I can. All right, man. Some guys let it slip, man. I had JC Horn on a couple <laughs> years ago. He gave me every single number down to the 10th of a second. All right. No, I'm just no, saying, no, you like to brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendall, I mean, it's a fascinating backstory, though, seriously. And I really want to dig into obviously the Illinois side because you're an Illinois kid originally, but you came for, for people that didn't watch you play until maybe the final year. You were originally a wide receiver recruit, which I think makes a lot of sense, obviously, with the ball production yet you had this last year, the ball skills, natural ability to play the football in the air, all that great stuff. But can you just take me through maybe the early portion of your Illinois career, starting as a wide receiver and then eventually transitioning to the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, um, so I, obviously I was recruited as a receiver. Um, I just 
I just really didn't wasn't really cracking the rotation. I was more of a special teams guy. Um, I kind of saw my skill set, and I decided like you know I think I you know probably fit better defensive wise. I was thinking like as far as getting to the NFL, like defense slash special teams would probably be my best bet. Uh, I knew I was a good receiver, but with receiver, I just feel like there's a lot more that has to go into it. Uh, you have to, you know, obviously um, get the ball from the quarterback. So your quarterback play is important. Offensive line play is important. Like the play calling has to be in your favor. That's just a lot of things, you know, when you're trying to get drafted and stuff like that. So um, I just feel like defense, you know, kind of will work better for me because like, you're just out there, you make your plays, and, you know, there is no real set of who's going to get the ball. There's – just, you know, go to the bar and make your plays. Um, so, yeah, I was really just a receiver, a special teams guy. Um, I decided I wanted to change for uh, to play defense. I kind of got – so I made, mainly made one switch on my own, like, was to defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, due to numbers sometimes and things like that, like, the coaches kind of switched me back and forth a lot. So it's kind of hard to, you know, really make way on a depth chart up either way. I would kind of, like, do, like, spring ball. I'd have to go back to receiver. And then uh, fall camp would run around, and I'd be playing corner or safety or wow. something like that. Then the season will come, and now I'm, like, kind of in between. So now I'm just a special teams guy. And that cycle kind of happened really up until uh, the new staff with Coach B and those guys got here. And then, you know, I was able to tell them, like, you know, I, I'm staying on the defensive side of the ball. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, and I was playing corner at first. Um, I was really just playing corner because that's what I had played the year before. I never really – said, like, oh, I want to be a corner or anything like that. Um, I just knew I wanted to play on the defensive side of the ball. Um, then that year went past. I was still kind of mainly on special teams, and now I got, like, one year left. So I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> it's time to make a move at some point. So um, I did go into the portal, um, decided I was going to leave. But uh, the, the staff came back, you know, said, we, we like you at safety. I had made a few plays towards the end of the season last year, the year before, um, kind of showed the coaches what I can do. And say, look, you come back, you know, you're going to have a chance to fight for the starting job. And that's kind of all I was looking for uh, was a fair chance to just, you know, get a chance at fighting for a job. Mm. So I came back and, um, yeah, the rest was history from there. Well, well, Kendall, can I ask you a little bit, because you mentioned Brett Bielema obviously coming in and that staff, you know, really giving you a, a deep look on the defensive side of the ball and really making that maturation happen. But can you talk to me about just – a little bit of glimpse into what Brett Bielema is building there, because I know there were obviously some struggles with, with the Lovey Smith regime, great defensive mind, but you know, the win loss record never got obviously to the point that you guys wanted, but Brett Bielema has quickly established, in my opinion, a great identity. And I think you guys are building something really special at Illinois. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that um, Illinois is a program that's going to be on the rise. And as long as coach B is there, they're going to stay on the rise. Um, just the level of accountability that he has us, uh, like, rise up to the standard that he has. Um, and then just the things he preaches the most, being tough, smart, dependable, those three things alone can change your team, you know, like that. So that's something that we uh, we took seriously. And the guys, the older guys, we decided that we was going to buy into Coach B and what he was preaching. And uh, we had a lot of success this year. Um, along with the rest of the staff, the staff he put together around him, all the defensive coaches, um, they did a great job of, you know, fitting us more so trying to make us fit a scheme. Um, they fit what we had. And I think that's why we had so much more success is because everybody was playing and doing things that they were already naturally good at. They kind of mm-hmm. like maximized our weakness. I mean, maximized our strengths and like limited our weaknesses. And I think that's something that really, really helped us this year. Now, your your defensive coordinator 
Ryan Walters was pretty highly sought after uh, for what he was able to produce this past year. You guys had one of the best defenses in the country. He is now at Purdue. I'm just curious your thoughts on on Coach Walters and what he did uh, this past season, and then maybe like wh- how well do you think he's going to do at Purdue? Because I think a lot of people are a little lukewarm on on him in his first season at Purdue, uh, replacing Jeff Brom. Uh, yeah, Coach Walters is a great coach. Um, I think his best quality is uh, relating to his players and getting the most out of his players. Um, so uh, I would say that's you know a big reason why we had success this year is that. We felt comfortable with Coach Walters. We know that he was going to, you know, keep it real with us all the time. He wasn't going to sugarcoat things, and he was going to, you know, shoot us straight. And when you got a coach that's, like, just being 100 with you, that helps a lot. That helps in a way of knowing, like, okay, like, we need to step it up. And if he's saying we're doing something good, then we're doing something good because he always keeps it straight straight up with us. Um, As far as at Purdue, they're going to be fine. I mean, I don't know. not going to give a, you know, a prediction on wins or anything because it's, you know, a first year in a new program. But he's gonna do fine. He's got he's got a good staff over there, and with him leading it, I'm I'm sure they'll be they'll be pretty good too. So before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K. Hack, like the name of this channel, use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games, I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, and Kendall, let me ask because it's interesting watching the defensive backfield for Illinois because, I mean, the last two years now, I looked at, you know, Kirby Joseph last year was kind of a a late riser throughout his career. You know, really had his big breakout the final year, parlayed into a senior bowl, obviously, invitation, went on to a really nice rookie year with the Detroit Lions, had a lot of success. I look at you in a similar vein, man. I'm like, you know, obviously you talked about the transition from between wide receiver, special teams to some corner safety all over the place a little bit. But obviously you eventually stick at safety this year. For people that didn't watch, you had five interceptions, 10 pass breakups, had a tremendous final year. And I kind of look at you guys in a little bit of a mirror. I mean, can you talk to me just about maybe a little bit of the – maturation that you've had comparison maybe a little bit to Kirby but also just the the talent that you guys have on that defensive backfield man I mean it's talking about Devin Witherspoon talk about Martin the other corner you talk about Sidney Brown Matthew Bailey's a young cat that I know people are gonna be talking about for the next couple years a lot of talent that you guys have on this in the secondary to Illinois yeah 
Um, that was one of the bigger things that um, just made sense for me to come back at Illinois too. Like once Kirby went into the draft, it was like, okay, you know, I know his skill set. I know my own skill set. Like I would be playing in that position. So it was kind of like, okay, I can kind of, you know, see myself doing those same kind of things. Um, I think Kirby is a, he's a very good player. He's very, very smart. And one of the things I learned from him, you know, being able to take something from his game is just, uh, the way he was reading the quarterback and like having a nose for the football and things like that. So, you know, I kind of took a little bit of that, like kind of seeing like, you know, how this guy has such a great breakout year, you know, in one year. And so, you know, that's something I definitely tried to mold, uh, copy and mold. Um, yeah, you talk about the defense we had this year. Um, I'll say it now. It was the best secondary in the country. I don't know anyone or I don't believe anyone have a better secondary than what we had. You talk about Spoon. I mean, he's going to be – a top 10 pick in my opinion he should be um that dude was a baller and you talk about like a leader he's not even the type of guy that's gonna you know make a speech or get you going but just his presence out there and seeing the way he plays like it kind of makes you like you have to play at that level you know what i'm saying if you don't play at the level you're not gonna look like you know you belong out there that, that dude is a great player um sydney you talk about sydney brown that's like he was like our he's like kind of like our rock in the secondary um he was like our tweener. So he was stopping a run um, down in the box. And then he's, you know, getting out to the half in our cover too. Like he really helped um, blend our defense. And he was a big part of our success as well. Talk about Quan. Quan's a good player. He's very versatile. Um, he was playing in the slot for us. He was going out and playing corner for us. Um, there were just a lot of very good players on that defense. Talk about our D-line. Um, that D-line alone is going to have about – three, maybe four draft picks, you know, coming just just alone. And that's not even coming out this year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely had a special team on defense. Uh, Matt Bailey is definitely going to be a good player. Um, I would tell you guys now that, you know, if you got Matt Bailey stock to keep it, that dude, that dude is a smart kid. And as, playing as a true freshman at that level, um, it's impressive. You know, he was able to handle the pressures of it. He was able to, you know, still stay focused, still produce. Um, and he's only going to get better, and he's got a really high ceiling. And I think that um, with the coaches there and, you know, Coach Henry and Coach B, they're going to, you know, keep him heading in the right direction, and uh, he's going to be real good too. Well, well, and if, can I ask you this? Sorry, Joe, just cut you Very off. Good. I'll let you get as many as you want in a row because I'm, I'm, I'm so excited, <laughs> Kendall, because you mentioned it already, and this was going to be my next question, man, because I'm already itching for the 2024 NFL draft when all these defensive <laughs> linemen are finally in there, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, yeah. Jazan Newton is a baller. Keith Randolph yeah. is a baller. Seth Coleman, yeah. I think, is one of the best-kept secrets in the Big Ten. Like, that dude yeah. can rush the quarterback. G- Gabriel Jackus, I think is how you pronounce it, right? Is Jackus. Uh, Jackus. Yeah. Is the other defensive end who was a true freshman this year and was mm. balling out. There are a lot of dudes on that defensive line. And you as a safety, as a guy that plays from depth a lot, a guy that plays a lot of middle of the field – how comforting is it for you to have that much pressure up front to know? I mean, I literally posted a clip of Keith Randolph had a quick pressure. Seth Coleman had a quarterback hit on one play. And then you have this crazy rangy interception working from over the top. How much of a help is it to you to have that type of defensive line and that type of pressure in front of you? Um, that's, you know, there's no secret. That's why we had one of the best defenses in the country. Um, I say it all the time. You can have, you know, you can have the best corners and safeties you want. The quarterback's got all day to throw, like, guys are going to get open. So, you know, I give all the credit to the guys up front for our success this year. Um, being a 
a post field, middle of the field safety. It just it just helps knowing that you know that guy that guy where he looks where that quarterback looks like he has to go there. If he looks and then comes off like he's gonna get hit. So it is very comforting back there knowing that he's not gonna have all day to throw and it's just why I was able to have success and being able to just trust my breaks, trust my instincts because you know the ball's coming like it has to or it's the sack. So um yeah that was that was definitely a benefit and I think that's you know like I said that was one of the biggest reasons why we had such a good defense. So I was going to ask out of all those guys and there's so many that I think I know Ryan could sit here and, and name every single player uh probably all the way down to the backups but uh if there was one guy that you to say was the best like who do you think is the best player on that defense? Aside if you want to name yourself obviously you can but like who do you <laughs> think was the uh was the best player on amongst the group? Kendall, he gave he gave you free range to make yourself if you want, man. I'm just saying. I mean, it's gonna be it's obviously it's gonna be hard not to pick myself, but I'm yeah. I'm not gonna pick myself here. Um, the best player on our defense. Woo. Hey, I, like I said, I have to give it to the guys up front, so I would have to say probably Johnny. Probably Johnny was probably our best player mm-hmm. on defense. Um, just the amount of havoc he was able to cause and disruption both in the run and pass game um it made us look it made us look way better you know you didn't often see you know running backs coming through the hole and big gaping holes and that just goes to our whole d-line as a as a whole but if i had to pick one guy you know as much as the impact and you know uh how dominant he was i would i would go with johnny nice well well, and Kendall, let, let me ask you this, man, because you already mentioned the pro day obviously is coming up very soon here, working out in Exos, getting ready for everything. What is kind of the rest of the process look forward to you, right? Because you have the pro day, obviously there's going to be some meetings with teams, but just how much are you looking forward to tackling the rest of this process? Because again, you're a little bit of a late riser, one year breakout. I know that there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be you know, pursuing you and, and trying to get, learn a little bit of your backstory, but what are some things that you're just really looking forward to the rest of the way? Um, I'm just looking forward to being able to show, um, you know, I know I was a late riser as a player on the field, um, but my football IQ, um, my football intelligence, my instincts, um, you know, just being able to play ball. I know it's only one real year of tape, but, you know, in the years that I wasn't playing, like I was studying, you know, because I knew I was going to get my turn eventually, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching guys, I was seeing mistakes and, you know, that's why I was able to have a successful year because I had been preparing for it, you know, way before it was an actual reality. Yeah. Um, so I just want to show coaches that, like, this was uh, just a matter of me trying to – it was a matter of trying to find out, like, where I can get my opportunity, um, yeah. not a matter of, you know, how good of a player I am or what I could bring to an NFL team because, uh, you know, uh, I can definitely do a lot and – bring a lot to a team so I'm, I'm happy to like that's the part I'm looking forward to the most is kind of like just revealing that that next aspect of my game well and we didn't really hit on it but the fact that you have so much special teams experience in the past is a big sell to teams as well right the, that sticking point early on being able to play safety but also contributing in that capacity as well which should be big for you Kendall I know we always hyper focus on the testing part of everything, right? Which is why you're out in Exos, you know, you're running 40s, you're doing verticals, broad, all that great stuff. But can you speak a little bit about the mental process part of everything, right? The interviews, ability to showcase yourself, tell your story. That is a, a hidden part of the process, which I think feel like we don't talk about enough. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that's honestly, you know, outside of we're all in the NFL, going to the NFL, NFL prospect, because you're, you know, a great athlete, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, the athlete gap is starting to shrink being in the NFL because now this is the best of the best. So the most important part now is showing, you know, what gives you an edge. And I think like your mentality, your maturity, um, you know, how important is football to you um, is really going to show up now because that's where the gaps become, become to like begin to show. So I would say just showing coaches that like you're serious about this um, and you're, the way you show them is uh, you if you got a clean slate off like off the field, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't want to have a lot of problems, distractions, um, uh, making sure that people around you are going to be supportive of you, not taking away from you or not putting you in a situation that can jeopardize what you've worked so hard for. And then just being confident in like talking football. I think a lot of times you get intimidated by the fact that you're talking to these NFL coaches and players or, or GMs and things like that, that you kind of like freeze up and like, no, just, you know, you know, your defenses, you know, your, your responsibilities and you just want to showcase that, you know, football because there's a reason why you're in this process now. Um, so I think just, you know, keeping your confidence, um, and staying true to yourself is one of the biggest things. And last question. Could, oh, go ahead, Ryan. I have one last one, and then you you kick it yeah. off, Joe. And yeah, it's yeah. here. So, Kendall, I know that this has been a – I'm sure this has probably been a dream of yours for a very long time, and I know that there's is probably – you know, you're going to look back a little bit, kind of easing up to draft day as far as, you know, all the conversations you've had with family and friends along the way and kind of getting to where you are. Fast forwarding a little bit to draft day, when whenever you ultimately do hear your name or get your opportunity, I guess just how much of a blessing is that, man? Just think about all the hard work you've put in, all the, you know, the the all the sacrifices that people around you have had to do to help you get to the point, and everything that just kind of goes along the way in that regard. Uh, yeah, it's a huge blessing. Uh, I was actually talking to uh, the guys I'm training when we went to breakfast yesterday, and I was like. Just the fact that we have an opportunity to do something like mm. this at this young of an age and like be able to like literally reshape the traje- trajectory of a lot of our lives. Um, it really is truly is a blessing. Um, and as far as like my family, like I, I definitely wouldn't have been able to get to this point without them. So, you know, it's going to definitely be a, a, a big moment for me. Um, it's going to mean a lot to me especially just the adversity that I dealt with in college and, you know, not giving up and, you know, getting to your fifth year and you're like, well, all I got is special teams tape. And, you know, to be able to have a year like I had this last year, um, you know, it just really like uh, confirmed my faith. You know, I'm a man of God, faith in God. And, you know, I really just felt like that he just was preparing me um, for what's in my future. So just time that, you know, I had in college as much and as hard as it may have been, at the end of the day, like I still have opportunity to get to where I wanted to get to. And uh, that's really all you can ask for. Um, the story might not have been exactly how I wanted to write it, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's not a real issue anymore because I'm here now. You know, I'm training now for these opportunities, for these moments I've been working for my whole life. So um, I didn't really miss out on anything. And I just uh, I'm just really happy and grateful to be here. So the last question I had, uh, having you know maybe the opportunity to meet with some teams and to talk to some of these organizations, it, is there a certain team or maybe a couple teams that like you really are, are rooting for an opportunity to play for them? Maybe not just from 
having connections and, and getting to, to get to know some of the, per, the personnel, the coaches, but it maybe just from like a scheme fit. Is there a certain team that you, you'd be really excited if you got the chance to play for? Man, I haven't really even, wow, I haven't really even dug into it that much. Um, I know the thing, like, as far as schemes, like, I feel like I could play, you know, wherever I do get drafted, like, whatever scheme mm-hmm. that's needed for me, like, I feel like I can, you know, my game can translate to that. But uh, there were some teams that I, you know, I don't really even know in the NFL, like, what teams really run a lot of, like, middle of the I know the Patriots run it some. Yeah. Um, I think I'll, I'll fit the Patriots well. Um, I think the Ravens play a lot of man-to-man, single high. Yeah. Um, I know the Rams kind of play a little bit of defense that we play in college. Um, but, you know, I'd be happy for any team. It doesn't matter, honestly. Um, if any of those 32 teams give me a call, like, I'd be ecstatic. And, um, you know, whatever I'd be asked to do, I'd be able to get the job done. I'm not really too worried about that. Love it, man. Love it. Well, again, for NFL draft fans out there, if you've taken a look at the Illinois film or you're taking a look at it for the first time, number seven, usually in the middle of the field, a lot of range in the back end. Kendall, we really appreciate you taking some time, man. This was fantastic. Again, I know it's super busy working through this process right now, but love hearing the backstory, man, and wishing you all the best. Really do appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me, man. Thank you. Appreciate both of y'all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.